0: Welcome in Main Street Sports Today presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint coming to you live from the Lee Company studio in Columbia. This is a fun day because it's Wednesday and it's hump day and we're headed to the end of the week of the first major college football weekend.
1: I thought you were channeling your inner Jim Nance there for just a second with the "Hello, Friends" opening. (laughs) Didn't know exactly where you were going. Uh,
0: You know, I just assume that anybody watching this show is our friend.
1: (laughs) You know what happens when you assume, right? Uh, Well,
0: yeah. You know, I. It's funny because you know that most of the shows who have the largest viewership, the vast majority of the listeners are haters, Likely enemies. So yeah, I don't know. You, I, you may be right. Maybe I need to 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 work on that. But yeah, it's, man, it's 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 a fantastic day. What what a week it's been. We've gotten a little Already. bit better. Uh, yeah, it's gotten a little bit better weather, which I think has been well uh, well received. Hopefully, it continues. Has. We continue. I think it's supposed to. It is. Saturday is going to be pretty hot, like 95 again. But throughout the rest of the weekend and Friday night particularly, and I guess Thursday night in your case, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, uh, should be should be pretty nice out. So it's going to be a good weekend, and, and we we are we are looking forward to uh, bringing you tomorrow's Prep Thursday show, where we have coaches' corner, of course, and you know, we really dive into the high school sports and all of the storylines that are kind of making their way around Middle Tennessee. We'll also talk some Braves, of course, as we do every day. And we'll do that today as well. Just tomorrow, we'll do it with our friend Grant McCauley. Today, he's a little busy. It's Wednesday, which means he's opening up foil wrapper baseball cards, and he's probably just busy doing that today. That's why I can't get him on Wednesdays. Take him when we can,
1: <laughs> but uh, but yeah. I we- think tomorrow will be a great time to get him though, as we head into this four-game series with the Out West. West. Yeah,
0: should be fun. Today we have Heather Williams, as always. It's it's Wednesday, so we'll talk with Heather. We'll also talk with a, a new sponsor, Mockingbird Title. Uh, owner of Houston Aiken will join us, but you know we're not just going to talk about real estate, no. He wants to talk some ball, and we want to talk some ball, so we're just going to let him we're going to talk, talk some ball. ball. <laughs> and so looking forward to that. We'll also talk with, uh, we're going to get prep, prep Thursday is going to get a little uh, tease because we're going to start that in, uh,
1: at, at 3.20-ish today when mm-hmm. we talk with Fun Radio's Jerry Richmond. The longtime voice of the Trousdale County Yellow Jackets who has broadcast, I said a long time, right? He's done 499 Charlesdale County high school football games, which means Friday will be. The big five. Five O. Oh. Yeah. That Twithel.
0: should be fun. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to talking to Jerry and, and kind of picking his brand and all the knowledge that he's uh, procured over The years and and watching a lot of high school football. I know he's seen some things and looking forward to talking to him. So all of that coming your way and much, much more. But before we do anything else, Mo, we need to get yesterday's results and today's schedule on The Rundown.
2: This is The Rundown.
1: High school volleyball action from Tuesday. Oakland in five sets. It was Oakland at Cookville, by the way. Not Laverne and Cookville. No.
0: It was a tri match.
1: Oh, it was a try match. Okay. So Oakland defeated Cookville three to two and then Cookville swept Laverne three to nothing. Wow.
2: I don't see a-
1: but I don't see Oakland and Laverne. Maybe they so did, maybe it was a well. double header Yeah. That's wild. Yeah. Um, Eagle swept Cullioca 3-0. It was Good Pasture 3, Friendship Christian, nothing. Hampshire with a 3-0 win over Lewis County. Loretto blanked Brooks of Alabama 3-0. Middle Tennessee Christian, um, uh, Providence Christian, 3-1. It was Summertown 3, Perry County, nothing. Gallatin with a 3-1 win over Portland. Siegel defeated Riverdale 3-0. Rockvale defeated Blackman 3-0. It was White County 3, Smyrna, nothing. Spring Hill with a 3-1 win over Franklin County. Cheatham County defeated Stewart County 3-0. It was Stewart's Creek 3 Warren County nothing. And University School of Nashville with a 3-0 win over Columbia Academy.
0: Girls soccer action. Antioch down to Ezo Harding 11-2. It was Battleground Academy 2. Providence Christian Neil Brentwood Academy shut out Franklin Road Academy 4-0. Cain Ridge was a 5-0 winner we over McGavick while Franklin down across town rival Centennial 2-0. Kirkwood and Northeast with a 2-2 draw while Pope Prep down Davidson Academy 7-0. It was Nashville Christian, a 6-2 winner over Donaldson Christian. Cheatham County shuts out East Robertson 9-0. Clarksville Academy was a 4-0 winner over Friendship Christian. And Giles County shuts out Marshall County 6-0. STEM Academy, a 2-1 winner over Glencliff. while Columbia Academy shut out Hickman County, 9-0. Hume Fogg, a 7-0 winner over St. Cecilia. John Overton, 3 Hunters Lane 0. Green Hill, 2-0 winners over Lebanon. And Richland and Loretto played to a 1-1
1: draw. In a matchup of Class A state semifinalists from last fall, Host Merrill High with a 9-0 win over Kolioka. It was Murfreesboro Central, 9 Lawrence County, nothing. Brentwood and Page played to a 1-1 draw. Ravenwood defeated Independence 5-2. It was Rockville 9, Riverdale nothing, Blackman and Siegel to a scoreless draw, ditto for Smyrna and Laverne, Clarksville 9, Springfield nothing, it was Stewart's Creek 4, Spring Hill 1, Mount Juliet and Station Camp play to a 1-1 draw, Nolansville Edge Summit 4-3, The Sycamore 2, Fairview nothing, Martin Luther King 1, Valor Collegiate nothing, Watertown with a 7-0 win over Upperman, West Creek down Kenwood 9-0, Portland doubled up White House Heritage two to one, and Wilson Central six Cook will nothing with an asterisk. Uh, that just means it's a district match. I just forgot to put the
0: okay the arrows. Right. And take this Wilson Central out. six Cook nothing. Yeah, and nothing special about okay, it. Other than just, it's a district match. <laughs> okay, I wanted to make sure I wasn't missing anything. <laughs> Major League Baseball play last night: the Braves three, Rockies one. There goes the scoreless streak for Charlie Morton, but he does get the dub. Surprise, because he's going to get a decision. He's going
1: to get either a win or a loss. He's Charlie's going to get it. Yeah, 14 <laughs> and 10 now on the year. The most decisions of any pitcher in Major League Baseball, and understandably so. Well,
0: because he's going to give you five innings, win, lose or draw. Yeah, there
1: you
0: go. <laughs> Marlins fell to the Rays 11 to two. Astros six two winners over the Red Sox. Cardinals edged the Padres six to five. The Cubs one nothing winners over the Brewers, and the Giants were six one winners over the Reds. And all the way to the ninth inning, we'll talk about it later, was a no-hitter bid, but obviously the Reds scored, so and they didn't sure. walk in and run on weight, bases loaded. There you go. Minor league baseball action. Not a great start for the Sounds in Durham. They fall seven to three to the Bulls as they are trying to pull themselves to the top spot in. Uh, international league play, not a great start there. WNBA action last night. Atlanta takes down Phoenix 94-76, was Washington 83, Minnesota 72. And the Chicago sky edged the sparks of Los Angeles 76-75. to
1: Today's schedule in volleyball action, Sewards Creek goes to Riverdale. That's a 6 o'clock start at 7 o'clock in girls soccer up in Clarksville. West Creek travels to Rossview. Major League Baseball action today. In progress, bottom of the sixth, is the White Sox 10, the Orioles 5. In the top of the seventh is the Phillies 6, the Angels 5. In the bottom of the seventh it's the Twins 2, the Guardians nothing. Top of four, Padres lead the host Cardinals 3 to nothing. Uh, bottom of the third, host Cubs 2, Brewers 1. Nationals and Blue Jays just getting started in Toronto. Also, at 2.45, the Reds continue their series at San Francisco. At 3.10, the Astros continue their series at Boston. At 5.40, it's Tampa Bay at Miami. And at 7.40, the Braves wrap up their three-game series, looking for the sweep at Colorado. 5.35, Sounds continue their series at Durham. Oh, no. No, We're good. good. And, And in soccer action, 8.30 tonight, Nashville SC travels to Miami taking on Lionel Messi and enter Miami FC. So that is your rundown. I think I said 8.30. That's a six. I might 6.30 have to... first touch tonight. Yeah. Yes. Um, all, bigger font.
0: Old uh, line. Maybe, maybe so. That's not a bad idea. Yeah. Let's go into our top story, which is brought to you by the folks who fed me today, Piggly Wiggly. <laughs> I did go get a meat and vegetable from their deli counter. Had a little fried chicken and yams with turnip greens and some strawberry cobbler.
1: Mm.
0: And strawberry cobbler is worth the price. That sounds like
1: it's hidden. I might have to swing through there on my way home just to get some strawberry cobbler, assuming they got any left. Yeah, it it, it was solid. It was solid.
0: So make sure to go by there and get your fresh hand-cut meats. They do that daily. And, of course, they have great fresh produce and everything else at cost plus 10% at the register. Also, you can pick up a copy of Main Street Murray if you have not picked one up or do not subscribe, which you should. But if you haven't, you can pick one up for 50 cents out front. They are fully stocked uh, as of 1 o'clock today when I left because the lady was literally stock them? stocking them oh, okay. <laughs> as I was leaving. I
1: maybe you stocked them. No,
0: no. But, but yeah, so, so make sure to go pick up. Your copy of Main Street Murray. If you're not subscribing, which you should be. It, for $30 a year, I don't know what you're doing if you're not. Now, the Atlantic Coast Conference has been in the news
1: for quite a, about a week now. And here's the thing. The Atlantic Coast Conference has been in the news, and
3: they've not done anything.
1: Yeah, to this point. Of course, it sounds like that might be getting ready to change. Yeah. So
0: we'll we'll talk about the the expansion possibilities if if necessary and if time allows. But what I wanted to talk about was the ACC announced they will be showing uh, football games inside of theaters, and a total, not only, so the CW will broadcast ACC football and basketball games, it includes theatrical distribution of the New Year's Six bowl games, college football, playoff national championships, and 75 ACC games during the 2023 season. Now, the movie theaters will be the ones who determine the cost to to go. Scott Dahl, President and Chief Operating Officer of Theater Sports Network, which inked the deal with ESPN. Theater
1: Sports Network. Okay, so this is a thing elsewhere then. uh,
0: We believe movie theaters are the next great frontier for live sporting events, and we are elated with this unprecedented agreement with ESPN.
2: Are
1: people going to go to theaters to watch these? What? Okay. So
0: let let me throw this out there. When's the last time you went to a movie in Franklin at the AMC? It's
1: been a couple of years easily.
0: But since the renovation and the ability to order food, I think once since then. So ANC theaters now offer in most
1: of their locations, the ability to order food Mm -hmm. and they got those recliners. But here's my thing. Those recliners at a movie. Yeah. That's put you to
4: sleep.
1: Yeah. I'm out. (laughs) But
0: my problem with it is, if I'm going to watch a sporting event in a, in a setting like that, I want to be able to interact with people around me. And right. It's too dark.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: In order or maybe to, they're going to turn it up. Maybe they're going to turn the lights up. Then it'd be hard to see the screen, don't you think? You would think. So, I, don't, I don't know. It's, that's, that's wild to me. Now, do I think it would be... Uh, this is something that I would do one time to, to see. I would test it. Because even if I don't I mean it's kind of like going to a ball game, I mean I don't, I don't really, other than high-fiving the people around me, I don't interact with people at a ball game as a fan, so maybe
1: it's no different. I'm just trying to figure out if there is a theater sports network in existence, they didn't just come into existence to do this. There, this has to already be. Been- in place, didn't it? Meta huh? Media. Uh, Everything I'm seeing about this is in the last day. Well, yeah, because this is the big news. Well, yeah. Theater Sports com.
0: Okay, yep, there you go. Now, this website is as basic as it can possibly get. It
1: sure is. <laughs> yeah, if you're looking for any information, Good luck.
0: And so they're gonna be showing the AM Miami game. And I just don't I, I don't know. I what's what is an event that you would want to see on a screen like that? National
1: Championship?
0: I mean would you wanna go watch the national championship? Hey, look. I think I'd almost rather watch it at a sports
1: bar, though.
0: The problem... Here's the thing. I'm not going to a sports bar. Although I do love the fact that they have several screens, I I want the one big screen. And most of them don't have one big screen. Right, right. So I don't hate the idea of this. Now, like when... Embers here in Columbia is a good example. They have this they have a stage, but they have that one projector screen where they show the game on that projector screen and everybody in the bar can see it. Now that's cool. I like that. But it's still only at at it's still only about seventy, you know, seventy inches. I can get seventy inches at the house <laughs> with a hundred and fifty dollar projector and a wall that's got a sheet on it. I can do that.
1: Why do all that work if somebody else going to do it for you, though? Well,
0: because it's going to cost me less money on, in the long run. The beer's cheaper at home. The, the food's cheaper at home. And that's the thing. I mean, you're talking about movie theater prices here. I'm going to need a bundle deal. I'm going to need a ticket. I'm going to need some food. And I'm gonna some, pre- need all, and some drinks. And, and, and for, drinks. For the Lolo. For 50 bucks if I'm going to do it and that's and that is the the absolute maximum not paying more than
1: fifty dollars total period, and it better be a pretty good package,
0: yeah, I want nachos, hot dog, popcorn, and a drink with free refills, maybe even some candy
1: that doesn't really strike me as college football fair, but okay,
0: well, hot dog and popcorn
1: and not yeah, that's ballpark food, no, I'm not. I mean, it's literally ballpark food, but it's ballpark food. Yeah, I mean, I'm talking more like wings and beer, to be
2: honest.
0: Yeah, I I mean, sure, that that would be ideal. But, I I mean, I'm just kind of – it's not – it just doesn't seem like the, the, the kind of place.
1: I think the ACC is probably the perfect probing ground. For this, because as you and I sit here and have this conversation, I don't think it flies in the SEC. I don't think it's necessary in the SEC. No. I, I just. Which is why it wouldn't fly in this.
0: Yeah, SEC. No. I mean, you know, a, a place where it might be better is also the, the Big Ten, where it's a little colder hmm. during the winter months. You know, you start getting October, November, it's it's kind of cool. You know, maybe you don't want to go outside and watch it with your buddies, but, you're, but you and all your buddies can get together and go to the, go to the movie theater and watch it. I don't, I don't know. It just seems like a weird idea because in my mind, the next frontier is the metaverse. Give me an Oculus where I can be immersed into the if situation.
1: It, where you're sitting in the stadium yeah. watching the game? Yeah. From... The 50-yard line. Halfway up in the 50-yard line.
0: Give me, give me that view all day.
1: In the Georgia Dome on the 50-yard line?
0: <laughs> Where the dirty birds.
1: Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, they've got on the drop-down for Theater Sports Network. Um, they're showing Notre Dame and NC State at 10. I assume that's – is that Central? Is that Eastern? Got to be Eastern.
0: 10 a.m. Eastern. That's no, what it no, says. No, that's
1: going to be like Pacific or something. This is. Are know. they from the? I don't know, but this says A and M and Miami is at 1:30, and then week three they've got Bethune Cookman in Miami, Florida State, Boston. Well, I guess they've got all the ACC games. So, but they're already up. And then also on the drop down they've got New Year's Six and playoffs. So.
0: Yeah, Notre Dame, NC State is at 11 a.m. Central. So that's mountain time.
1: Yeah, that's bizarre. Doesn't make
0: any sense. None.
1: <laughs> are they from Colorado? Probably I, I, big the or, or I don't know. Well, when you click on about us, <laughs> you get who we are. Theater Sports Network brings live college football games to local movie theater screens so that fans can gather to watch their favorite teams play on the big screen. And that's it. And that's about it. And it doesn't tell you where they are.
0: No, you go down to the bottom, there's no...
1: So do we know how many theaters are involved in this?
0: No, that's a a really good question. I mean, is it only
1: in the ACC footprint? To the extent that there are footprints anymore. Well... (laughs) There's that. I mean,
0: yeah, it doesn't say, it doesn't say how many, it just says participating local theaters because I mean, I might. What's local? Yeah. Aha. MetaMedia is headquartered in Los Angeles. Hmm. For more information, visit metamedia.global.
1: Tell us what teams and games you want to see. You have questions, we have answers. Let us know how we can help. No, you don't have answers. Theater Sports Network is head le- headquartered in Salt Lake City. There we go. Mountain time. There you go. Now we know. Now we friends- know why it's a 10, thir- uh, 10 o'clock start time. For <laughs> it's 10 Dame o'clock for NC Jason Brennick,
0: the CEO of Metamedia, not for <laughs> not for us here in town. Folks, we'll be showing up at 10 o'clock to the theater and having to wait two hours on Eastern time. be mad. Tell me how mad you would be. How mad would you be? One to 10. 13. Oh, off the charts. I'd be so angry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. Getting off to a great start. Oh, man. Well, let's take a break. And we will try to get in touch with Heather Williams to talk a little NASCAR. And... The playoffs. Playoffs. That's right, playoffs. (laughs) We're talking about playoffs now. So stick around, Main Street Sports State, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. It's presented, or I'm sorry, comes back to the Lee Company studio after this.
3: You can't see the sights without the sounds. From the crack of the bat to the roar of the crowd and everything in between, discover what Hit City has to offer. Spend your nights cheering on the Nashville Sounds at First Horizon Park with giveaways, fireworks shows, theme weekends, and more. Single game tickets are on sale now. Visit NashvilleSounds.com to claim your seat today.
1: Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint has been the official sports medicine provider for Murray County Schools for more than 40 years. We specialize in orthopedic service, and our ortho-quick walk-in clinic lets you bypass the ER. Visit us online at www.mtbj.net.
0: Welcome back in Main Street Sports today, presented by Mid Tennessee Bone and Joint. Chris Yao, Mo Patton, coming to you live from the Lee Company, Lee company studio. God, I cannot talk today for some reason. That's not a good thing. I told you, especially on a talk show. Right. <laughs> I told you earlier I'm I'm having some some ADD moments, and that's what I feel like because I, I, I'm trying to. Do one thing and do another thing, and I can't do two things at once. So, I'm gonna try to focus here yep. and, and get us get us going. We are yep. in the Lee Company Studio. It's Main Street Sports, State, presented by Mid Tennessee Bone and Joint. We are awaiting, hopefully, the arrival of Heather Williams to talk a little NASCAR. But until that point, uh, we can uh, somewhat get you set up for this situation, mm-hmm. and that is the the. The playoffs are set. Bubba Wallace is in due to Chris Busher being a repeat winner. So, uh, Darlington is race number one in the playoffs, and that is.
1: I guess, and I guess we keep talking about Bubba Wallace because he was the most, as they say, in NCAA tournament. Yeah, he was. He was the most bubbleicious, right?
0: Yes, he he was he was kind of the last one. He was he was the last one,
1: Mm -hmm. period. So, uh, but just ahead of him are Kevin Harvick, Ricky Stenhouse, and Michael McDowell. Now, Michael McDowell won a race, right?
0: McDowell got in via
1: a win, and neither Stenhouse nor Harvick won this year, is uh, that right?
0: did St- in house not win the 500? Did he? I don't. I, I know Harvick didn't win one, um, but you know what? That's a good question. I don't remember off the top of my head. Uh, his last win was the 20. Was the 500? Okay, yeah. Okay, so he did win a race. Yeah, he won a race. Yeah. Uh, okay, which That's is correct. he and so I believe it was Keslowski and Harvick were the two who did not win a a race to to get in.
1: Right, Keselowski, Harvick, and and Bubba.
0: And Bubba. Those are the three that did not win. Tyler Reddick, Joey Logano, Ryan Blaney. uh, Ross Chastain, obviously, is in. Christopher Bell, Kyle Larson, uh, Kyle Busch, Chris Buescher, Denny Hammond, Martin Truex Jr., and atop the standings, William Byron.
1: The cut line fell just in front of Trackhouse Racing's Daniel Suarez.
0: Yes, Suarez and Wallace were kind of racing for that final uh, playoff spot, and Suarez actually uh, got to the front at Daytona on on Saturday night, but could not take the checkered flag, which again allowed Bubba Wallace to to get in. And there will be three races in this one, so they'll, they'll they'll race at Darlington, Kansas, and then the night race at Bristol. That's when it cuts to twelve. It's Bristol, baby. It's Bristol, and I hate that I am booked that day. <laughs> right? Because apparently, I, I somehow, I was approved to at least apply for credentials to the. To the did referrals. you apply? I did not apply because I'm booked. So I think you should have applied, <laughs> and maybe you could get unbooked. Get unbooked. Now, that might be the point. but yeah. Um, and then, of I mean, course, te- for the playoffs. Yeah, playoffs exactly. Yeah. Texas, Talladega, and Charlotte will uh, see the, tw- the top 12, and then of course, Las Vegas homestead and Martinsville gets us to the eight, and then the final race and the final four is in Phoenix for the championship. So Tough scene on Saturday Night as Ryan Priest who really, you know, thank goodness Ryan is okay. Uh, it's it's a, a very scary moment when you see these cars uh, get on their nose and start flipping. Uh, it's it, it's not typical. You know, they've obviously tried to create these cars in a way that, that they don't have those issues. But it did happen to Ryan on the... Uh, on lap 156 in the, down the back stretch, uh, Eric Jones got into him in the rear, and then Priest kind of went across to his left, gets into the infield, lifts off the ground, uh, tumbled into the grass, flipped 10 times total, mm. Priest got out of his car under his own power, and Then was put on a stretcher and transported to the infield care center he was later transported to the local medical facility where he was released on sunday uh was on sunday morning stuart haas racing said you know he will remain overnight at halifax health medical center for continued observation the driver of the number 41 ford mustang for stuart haas racing is awake alert and mobile and has been communicating with family and friends priest wanted to go another evaluation by medical personnel and update will be provided later in the afternoon that was posted on Saturday night. He posted on Saturday night. If you want to be a race car driver, you better be tough. There you go. So he toughed it out, man. That's, that's scary. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: It really is. And, you know, obviously I've, I saw Davey Allison flip like that. Um, Saw some other drivers who were, unfortunately, did not make it through flips like that. And thank goodness for the safety of these cars at this point.
1: And you find out just how safe and how well-built they are at times like that.
0: Now, I didn't mention this, but the playoffs actually have a sponsor. The playoffs have a sponsor. The NASCAR Powerball Playoff, round of 16. Okay. So, of course, William Byron won the Darlington race earlier this year and will be going for the old sweeperoo. And, of course, you advance automatically to the next round if you get a win in one of these three races. And then, obviously, it goes by points. So... Mm -hmm. You know, it's it's really important for those teams between 13, 14, 15, 16 to try and just go ahead and win these
4: things. Right.
0: And, and so should be, you know, when you get to the playoffs at this point, it's always going to be very, very competitive. So I'm looking forward to see how these guys kind of take on Darlington because, again, Darlington's one of those short tracks that these cars have struggled at, so you never really know what you're going to get out of it. But and it's also a night race, so in Darlington, South Carolina, so you know weather's going to play a big factor in tires. Weather's going to play a big factor in in everything. I mean, is there going to be any yeah, you know, leading up to the race, how how much is this this hurricane going to affect the the, the timing and the schedule and all the things that go along with that? So it's going to be a really difficult time for these drivers.
1: I got a feeling. Should be
0: interesting. I am excited to see it. I, I just I love these I love playoffs like this this win or go home stuff and man gotta love. All right. uh, Let's let's see here. I don't see anything else that needs to just. That needs to be talked about necessarily. Mm -hmm. So. Yep. All right. Well, we'll take a break. Talk a little Braves on the other side of a break. So (coughs) stick around Main Street Sports Day presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. We'll be back after this.
6: Did you know that up to 80% of us will experience back or neck pain during our lifetime? Many of you are offered surgery or addictive pain pills to relieve your chronic pain. At the Dr. Gill Center for Back, Neck, Chronic Pain Relief, we have been leading the way to better health naturally and have helped tens of thousands of people right here in Middle Tennessee for the past 30 years.
3: I came to
4: Dr. Gill about 10 years ago after my local doctors recommended surgery. I knew about Dr. Gill and wanted to see if he could help me. Ten years later, I am pain-free, no surgery, and no pain pills.
6: Surgery is scary, and over 40% of all back surgeries fail, creating a cycle of surgery and pills. There is a safer solution to your chronic pain. Make the call to the Dr. Gill Center for Back Neck Chronic Pain Relief today and get your life back. This office visit is normally $299, but call today and receive your initial consultation, report of finding, for just $49. But hurry, this offer won't last long. Call 615-768-8743. That's 615-768-8743.
3: You can't see the sights without the sounds. From the crack of the bat to the roar of the crowd and everything in between, discover what Hit City has to offer. Spend your nights cheering on the Nashville Sounds at First Horizon Park with giveaways, fireworks shows, theme weekends, and more. Single game tickets are on sale now. Visit NashvilleSounds.com to claim your seat today.
1: 2000, Javi Lopez and Andres Galarraga each each homered as Braves down visiting Cincinnati 5-2. With the win, manager Bobby Cox moved past Tommy Lasorda on the all-time managerial victories list into 14th place with 1,600. Cox retired in 2010 as the fourth winningest manager in MLB history with 2,504. That was this day in Braves history. Won
0: 900 more games after that.
1: Yeah. In what? Nine seasons, basically. Ten seasons. That's From one to ten. That's Is that that's, good? That seems good. It's an average of 90 wins a year. That, that seems good. Yeah, I think that's pretty good.
0: <laughs> hey, Heather's here. We want to say hello. Hey, Heather.
7: Uh, Hi, guys.
0: Hi, Heather. <laughs> How are you doing?
7: Well, like, I feel awful because okay. there's actually a story here. So,
2: we wanna to hear Go ahead, today, give us
7: <laughs> Today I was supposed to be doing a ride along with Bubba Wallace at Charlotte Motor Speedway. So I've actually set but an we, alarm. Rank there, yeah, right, uh, Well right I actually said so I actually set an alarm to remind myself of this appearance every week after I forgot. But I canceled this week because I was going to cancel on you all. But then we got rained out at Charlotte. So I didn't cancel on you all, but I forgot because I canceled my alarm.
1: You know, <laughs> so you missed us and Bubba. I, th- that's
7: the he, thing. Yeah, it's, so I just <laughs> I just messed it all up.
0: <laughs> I don't know how you're going to get your the rest of your NASCAR fixed this week. And this is this is a struggle at this point.
7: Yeah, it's just it's a bad day all the way, all the way around. Well, all tell us around. this and I apologize for for leaving you guys hanging. No, it's perfectly fine. We laid
0: out the playoff format and and all the drivers in it, and talked about Ryan Priest a little bit. But uh, before we let you go, t- tell us what to expect at Darlington. Obviously, it's a it's a weird weekend with all of the, the the weather and whatnot. So who knows?
7: Yeah, I mean, I think that'll just add an interesting dynamic. That track's already super worn because of being so close to the ocean and all the salt water that comes on there and wears down that track. So it's already hard on tires. It's already a tough track. The weather is only going to increase that. Uh, so, yeah, just add another interesting dynamic. It could shorten some of the practices, depending on how long it lingers in there or maybe, you know, cancel practices altogether. So fun way to start off the playoffs for sure. That already tough track. I'm looking forward to it personally. So, hopefully yeah, it's a great can. way to start the playoffs. Historic track. I mean, I can't think of a better place to start. Well, and
0: and and no better place to end the first round than Bristol. So I know.
2: <laughs> I,
7: I, 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 yeah. I just don't. I just have to stutter because I I messed up today.
2: It's all I didn't good. Get to
7: talk to you all, and I didn't get to talk to Bubba. I mean, what have I what have I done with my day?
0: But at least, but but at least he is in the playoffs. So hopefully, you can reschedule that and get a chance to to get with him before the next round.
7: Yeah, hopefully. I think they're trying to reschedule it for the week of a personal race. So, Well,
0: enjoy and, and and have a good time on Friday night with the, the, the scoreboard highlight show. I know that you guys have a good time with that and always enjoy seeing the, the clips that you post. So we appreciate it.
7: Yeah, and hopefully no ties up here this week.
0: <sighs> Ideally. Oh, goodness. Ideally. <laughs> I didn't know of any ties. <laughs>
7: Well, we, well, it's technically a no contest, but the Greenville-Dobbins-Bennett game got canceled because of Lightning in the middle of the third oh. quarter. We, Man,
0: that's a, no. that's a crappy game to get canceled. That's a good one. Yeah, here. right.
7: Yeah. yeah there's 14, 14 all in the third quarter, and Lightning came, and both teams were just like, we're good. We're going home.
0: And that's probably the best call.
1: I mean, there's no need to yeah
0: because sit there, once you sit o'clock there at night, for two hours, yeah, and then
1: it, you get another strike, and yeah, yeah, that's – that's a whole ordeal right I mean, there. I mean,
7: know, I know, I guess, technically, from a standpoint of the schools, it's the right thing. But as a fan, man, I want to see one of that game. <laughs> yeah, you want to see the you end you of the ball. You feel a little
1: yeah. cheated, Absolutely. Yeah.
0: <laughs> you absolutely do. Can I get half my money back on the way out, please? <laughs> <laughs> Can you, or, or
1: all my money back since I didn't see a winner. Yeah, I, I mean, hey, yeah. You know,
0: we, we are in no, we're in no better
7: place now than we were when we started sure. this
2: thing. So. <laughs> yeah.
7: Especially since it's a premier game, you know. If it's a you know, a couple of teams that won one game or two games last year. Okay. But these are two of the best programs in the state. And for it to end like that was anticlimactic.
0: Okay. I got to ask you a question because we've been talking, we talked about this in the first segment. Would you, and this, this might be, this might be a, a really good scenario. Have you seen this thing about the ACC showing games in theaters?
7: I did see that.
0: Okay. So, NASCAR in a theater sounds like it would be cool. Think about the surround sound. Mm. And yeah. The big screen. That would be something I would watch. I
1: would watch the Daytona. So you would be more theater. likely to watch NASCAR than college football.
2: Absolutely.
7: Don't what you if th- they did? Did you remember? Do you remember when they did the NASCAR in, in IMAX? What, yes. if they shot the, what if they shot those races in IMAX?
0: Oh, my gosh. That's actually, a, you know, that, but that's that's probably one of the sporting events that I would prefer to watch in a theater than at home because I feel like it would be even more entertaining with all of the things that go around with. Yeah, because it,
7: well, it's 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 a more it's a sport that's just more like this, the 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 feeling, the vibration, the sounds mean yeah. more. I mean, they mean something in football because the crushing of the helmets and the pads and stuff. I mean, that means something, but it really means, it really just makes a huge difference when you're watching it in person, when you have that immersive experience. And the theater would definitely be closer to that with the surround sound than if they could get some sort of 3D or IMAX or something.
0: Yeah, I, I, I think NASCAR might be at the top of my list of sporting events I would watch in the watch
1: theater.
0: So anyway, thanks for joining us, Heather. We appreciate it.
7: We'll yeah, uh, alarm already week. set. For, alarm already set for next week. Uh,
0: just don't okay. cancel it, and and if and if something happens, we'll be good to go.
1: <laughs> we will be hitting you up throughout the day Wednesday.
0: Yeah, it
7: might not be a bad idea. Yeah, apparently. that's, that's there lost you go. my mind.
1: Yeah, thanks, Heather. Uh,
0: F- let's I- let's talk a little Braves here. As a fifteenth pitcher, sixteenth pitcher.
1: Probably. <laughs>
0: 16th we'll, be making, start. Yeah. we'll be making a start for the Atlanta Braves as they are 41 games above 500 for the year.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's...
0: That's insane. If you start 15 or 16 pitchers in a season, you're probably... More times than not, you're 45 and 80, not 80 and 45.
1: You're more likely to be 41 games under 500 right. than 41 games over 500 I, if you've started... I, 16 different pitches, not thrown, started. Started. 16 different guys have been on the bump for the first pitch of your games. It's insane. This just struck me, and it may be blasphemous from the context of how we conduct ourselves on a day-to-day basis. Mm Mm-hmm. As a manager, if you start sixteen different pitchers and you're forty-one games above 500, you might be manager of the year. No, I'm sure. I'm I'm sure
0: it'll be uh, Dave Roberts. Dave Roberts. I'm I'm positive it'll be Dave Roberts, or literally anyone else. It might be who's the new Marlins manager that's that that might get them to a playoff. He and he might deserve it. I'm just
1: saying.
0: I'm not saying. I mean, again, I'm I'm I'm
1: not. I I am by no means a snicker apologist. Anybody that listens to this show with any regularity knows that. But sixteen different starting pitchers, and yet you have the best record in baseball. uh,
2: Yeah,
0: I mean, I don't know. It's hard to argue. I'm not saying. Well, I'm just saying. And here's the thing. But you have to look at one other thing: that offense. The offense.
1: I mean, I feel like 763 runs scored in a hundred and twenty in 131 games, whatever that comes out to. But, but here's the thing: it, and if you if you go and you know you look at the Major League Baseball standings, five point eight runs per game. I'm, I'm I don't
2: Get
0: know. down here. 231 run, run differential. differential. Yeah. And nobody else is close. The <clears> next <throat> closest is 174, yeah. and that's Texas. That's what? 70? 60? 60, 60, What'd 60 you more? Say 170? 174 and 231, that's 60 more, yeah. basically. 57. But yeah. Where'd you go to school? Right? Yeah, yeah that's right. <laughs> Okay, I was I'm making. You, roughly, I was like, roughly sixty. Yeah, it, it's sixty-ish, but that's. <laughs> I mean, there are. <laughs> there are division leaders who don't have sixty plus, are not plus sixty on the year for their teams. The Brewers are plus twenty-two. The Twins are plus forty-nine, and the Braves have a better run differential over the next highest in the league. That's insanity. But it's 57
1: by the way. Yeah. Over taxes. Well, that's what I said. I said
0: 60 and then 57, but yeah, now (laughs) here's the thing to get plus 231, you got to not let run score.
1: That's where the 16 starting pitches come in and to have been
0: team. able to do that with 16 different starting pitchers is pretty impressive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and oh by the way, no Kyle Wright. Max Freed's been out most of the year. The only two st- starters that you have had any regularity with have been Spencer Strider and Charlie Morton. Over. Bryce was out for a little while though, not long, but he was out for a minute. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think I, Strider and Morton are probably the only two that have made every their start. starts.
0: Yeah, and so it, it's it's pretty remarkable what the Braves have been able to do in this situation.
1: Hmm. But yeah, you're right. It'll probably be Dave Roberts <laughs> or or anybody else or anybody else. Uh, and and again, um. I'm not a huge Snicker fan for a number of reasons, but you got to give credit where credit is due sometimes. Okay. Yes, but
0: the Chicago Cubs are 70 and 62, and the only thing that they did this year was go out and get Dansby Swanson. Now, I know the NL Central is not great. Mm Mm-mm. But they're seventy and sixty-two, and they beat the Braves two of three in their last. David Ross might be an option, is all I'm saying. After what? No, uh, don't say
1: that to any Chicago Cub fans. They, yeah, I
0: know they're, they're they're not big fans of Dave Ross, but no. wouldn't it be funny? Uh, and same for David Bell. I mean, Reds fans hate him, but what With those weight. two guys have done, based off last year versus this year. Mm-hmm. You know, you gotta because here's the thing: the Braves are expected to do. This. They're just doing what they're supposed to do, and that's one reason that that Snicker didn't win it last year. Despite all the things that he, you know,
2: that despite all the
0: reasons that they he they should have given it to him over Showalter, mm. mainly the fact that he beat Showalter <laughs> head to head to win the division, but. I, I mean, Coach of the Year, to me, I think there are a lot of different factors, and there are so many ways you can vote for it, which is why sometimes you get weird winners. Well.
1: Because it means something different to different people. Well, yeah, which is why you vote, which is why a bunch of people vote rather than one person making a decision. And, and so, I, I don't because know. Because you get different. perspectives. Perspectives, you get different people's input, and everybody's vote counts the same, and. You know, it's why the top 25 for the Associated Press works. It's why manager of the year, most valuable player, and other things like that work, because you get a lot of voices and a lot of perspectives involved in it, as opposed to one person making a decision. Right. By the way, the Cubs come to Atlanta in the next to the last series of the season, the 26th, um, 27th, and 28th of September. Fantastic they will get a chance to address that whole two out of three at Wrigley.
0: the Braves – Now, the question be – You don't think the, the Braves point. want that? At, well, at that point, they may right. not care. They, it may be Smith's – Well, I mean,
1: if we've been saying for the last two weeks that they don't care, how much are they going to care with six games <laughs> left?
0: Yeah, we may see Smith, Chauver – this dude that's pitching tonight and, and. Just a Sheffield. What's. It might. Be, yeah, exactly. I who mean, knows? Who
1: knows? I mean, they might get swept by the Cubs. I, who, but who cares at that point? I mean, especially we're. Especially if the Cubs ain't going nowhere. And there's a chance they won't be. Yeah. I mean, how many. Who's. Other than St. Louis, who's not in it in the NL Central? Well. Much to MA vocals' chagrin, by the way.
0: Unfortunately,
1: yeah. I hate I, you that know, we brought that up. I, didn't realize.
0: Yeah. Sorry, Michael.
1: Um, they're four games back of the They're Warriors. four games back. I knew and that. Two ga- and three games ahead of Cincinnati. So.
0: And the wild card, mm-hmm. I mean, the Cubs are, they're in right now. They're a game up in the playoffs over San Francisco.
1: So, yeah, they're going to be playing for something. Yeah, they're a game up over San Francisco. The Diamondbacks are a half game back of that, and the Reds two games. Marlins three games, and then it kind of drops
0: off. Oh, yeah. yeah, and the Diamondbacks, they had the, they had the best record in the major leagues for a little while. I
1: don't know if you saw the tweets over the weekend regarding the Padres and the Nationals being in the same spot after the Padres trading for... Juan Soto last year, but they are tied seven and a half back of the final wild card. The Padres and the Nationals. I didn't realize that. I didn't realize the Nationals
0: were only nine games under five hundred. That's actually pretty good for a for team the- that that's not trying very hard right now. They're <laughs> in rebuild mode. That's impressive. Well, in and in and in, in, in the NL East, where you know it's. It's been a, a tough road to hoe in the last couple of years. That, that's, pretty, that's pretty wild.
1: They are two games clear of the last place Mets in the NL East.
0: I mean, the Rockies are clearly the worst team in the National League. It's not even close. They're, they're, you say that
1: Well, they're, as we get ready to go tonight.
0: Well, I know. I, I'm just saying they're, they're seven and a half games behind St. Louis for the worst record in the National League. And I mean, outside of that, though, it's it's pretty it's pretty wild to look at this at, at the, the wild card standings when you're, you know, you're sitting here a month out, a month and a half out. You no, know, right out of month, month, sure. right out a month out. And you've got six teams within three games of one another. I mean, the wild card in the National League is going to be down to the wire. Now, in the American League, kind of the same thing. The Rays are, are are running away with it. 81 and 52, by the way. 81 and 52, and they are the wild card right now. That's how that that's how insane the the American League
1: East has been. So, anyway, just thought that was interesting. Before we get out of here. Well, I want to tell you a couple of things about Darius Vines real quick. Tell me um, about Darius Vines. I would love to know something about him. Mm hmm. 25 um, year old, seventh rounder in the 2019 draft out of Cal State Bakersfield, which is also where Alan Winans is from. Okay. Um, lost the 2020 year because of COVID. Sure. Um, had a shoulder injury in spring training this year, but has re- had rehabbed at the complex level and at Rome before making five starts at Gwinnett. Over those five starts, he's been two and two with a two-eight six ERA, striking out twenty-five and walking eleven. And so, um,
0: at Gwinnett, he posted a two eight-six with mm-hmm. a twenty-five to eleven K to walk ratio, which is Insane. Over 28 and a third. Kyle Wright, by the way, starting tonight
1: for Gwinnett. Yes, against or Gwinnett,
0: yeah. In Memphis, I think. Ah, okay. So I believe they're in Memphis at AutoZone Park. That's a big one if you're
1: out get, get west. You, get, get you some barbecue nachos from Rendezvous while you're down there at <laughs> AutoZone Park. They're solid. And And, and so...
0: This, I think you're going to see an, at least one more rehab start from Kyle Wright at AAA after tonight, perhaps two more. But I think you'll see one more, and then they may try to bring him in slowly over the mid, mid-September for a couple of starts.
1: And here's the thing. I mean, you can go in either direction with him. You can start him or you can throw him in the bullpen. Sure. As um, Brandon Gordon and Peter Morland was saying on last night's telecast, And he may be more dangerous in the bullpen because you don't know when you're going to see him if you're the opponent. And if you've got Freed, Strider, Morton, Elder as your four starters and Wright as a potential long man or a
2: bridge.
0: He can kind of get you out of some jams if, if one of your starters struggles and you feel comfortable going to him for a long term. Yeah. I, I think that's a great idea. So I I, I don't hate that at all. Mm-mm. I do hate that the Braves couldn't grab any of the angels fire sale ish. It's not really a sale, more of a dump. Yeah. <laughs> a, a, they kind yeah. of took everything to Goodwill and said, here y'all here. pick it over. <laughs> and so uh, they, everybody's, on waivers but it would have been nice to get you know maybe a bullpen piece out of that or something if necessary but right now with well, Dylan you, Lee but you know and when jesse chavez coming back when you're the
1: best team in baseball you get the last shot at you don't get shots. yeah you don't get any shot so at him, so it's like you got to um big lots late yeah and all the good stuff is gone. all the good stuff
0: is gone that's right can't get to bargain hunt you yep. late because all the stuff will be picked over all right, let's take a quick break. When we come back, Houston Aiken, owner of Mockingbird Title, joins us. We'll learn a little bit about what Mockingbird does, and we'll talk a little Vols and who knows what else. So stick Probably around. Main <laughs> Street Sports today presented by Mid-Tennessee Barn & Joint is back after this.
4: putting back a few, and a few becomes a few too many. For a moment, you think about calling for a ride. Nah, you live nearby. What's the worst that can happen? You get pulled over, your insurance goes up, you lose your license, you total your car, you kill someone.
0: Let your child play like the pros this fall season and join Titans Flag Football in their NFL Flag Football League. Titans Flag Football is no contact, easy to learn, convenient with teams meeting once per week for practices and games on Sundays. And we cannot forget, it's ridiculously fun. Teams are co-ed with ages from pre-K through 8th grade in select locations across Middle Tennessee. Visit TitansFlagFootball.com and sign up before registration closes on September 4th. Let's play together and win together this fall season with Titans Flag Football.
2: Y'all, I'm serious right now. They have a dragon here. I saw it. What? No, they no, they don't. There's no such thing as dragons. I swear, I saw it. It had huge claws. Get oh, out of here. Reasonable. It had eyes as big as the moon. Come on, I'll show you. Wait no. up. <gasps> See that? We're almost there. Whoa! I told you so. That is a dragon.
0: Welcome back in Main Street Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint. I'm Chris Yao, joined as always by Mo Patton. And excited about Wednesdays because now we're in the second hour. So we are officially on the downward slope. <laughs> halfway home. We're halfway home and for the get for the day and for the week. That's right. So it's gonna be an exciting Back half of the week with high school football. Plenty of high school football in Metro Nashville tomorrow. Just about all but one really? Metro Nashville team. and That's Hunter's Lane who will be down here on Friday. That's right. um,
1: so Everybody else playing tomorrow e- night. Everybody else playing on hey, Thursday. Maplewood, so, which will host Spring Hill tomorrow night. That's right. You'll be down there where for that. I will be.
0: And Of course, Friday night will be full and then Labor Day weekend, it's going to be full, chock full of college football, major college football Man, games. It's going to be a lot of fun. Just put your feet up. Yep. Put your feet up on Saturday and and
1: I would even suggest getting you a cooler and just sitting it next to oh, wherever you sit so you don't it, have to get up. I,
0: I'll, I'll tell you a little bit later what we've done in the sunroom. It's It's fantastic. But first, we want to get to our guest who will – May or may not have his feet up on Saturday. No, he won't have his feet up on Saturday. He's got
3: tickets. He'll be
0: among the sold-out crowd at Nissan Stadium. What time's that game? 11 a.m. Oh,
1: okay. Breakfast with the Vols. All you need is um, a little Jefferson Pilot action, right,
8: Houston? That's that's right, guys. I miss those JP games.
1: Yeah, (laughs)
0: the the fighting Dave and Jefferson Pilot. Archer, Neal, and Baker. That's right. We love the days. The oh, man, Houston. Thanks for joining us, man. We really appreciate it.
8: Well, thanks for having me, guys. Glad to be here.
1: Yeah. yeah. So Houston is the chief cook and bottle washer for Mockingbird Title and Escrow, which is a, a new sponsor here on Main Street Sports today as of, I guess, Friday? Official coming up on Friday.
2: So
0: Houston, exactly.
1: What is your title? Seriously.
8: Uh, I am. I would just be the owner, the attorney. I'll, I'll take cook. What? What? What were all those other things I might want? Some
1: bottle washer. Yeah.
8: <laughs> yeah. <a lot> of, <laughs> um, but yeah. Um, it, Mockingbird title is my baby. We'll just put it that way.
1: Now, how long have you all been in in operation?
8: Well, I started. Uh, I guess that depends on your definition of operation. Mockingbird itself started in 2020. Uh, I started practicing law in 2014 and uh, quickly uh, realized that the the world's best networkers are real estate agents. And if I could cater to those folks, then they would tell uh, folks far and wide, and that was the best way to grow my business. So. Um, I practiced in areas that uh, could serve real estate agents, um, probating estates to get uh, title from uh, an estate into the heirs of a decedent or um, quieting title for investors who had bought property out of tax sales. And that led me to the title world. Uh, And I worked as in-house counsel for a a couple of title companies, but uh, realized I, I missed the practice of law. So I started Mockingbird as a way to uh have my cake and eat it too where i could both practice law and also have have the title company uh in a, a symbiotic relationship and i think it's it's led to a pretty unique business model uh in the middle tennessee title company market
1: and in the middle tennessee title company market where real estate is booming <laughs> I and mean, it's it's got to be a pretty sweet spot to be in
8: it is. You know, folks uh, have been uh, justifiably concerned about rates rising uh, and that's slowing things down. But uh, we are very spoiled here in Tennessee. Slowing down for us in the, in the Nashville and Middle Tennessee market is really something close to normal uh, or what should be normal uh, in most places. Uh, it seems everyone still wants to move to Nashville and the surrounding counties and even the surrounding of the surrounding counties, it seems.
0: <laughs> Houston, what makes Mockingbird a little different? Obviously, you being an attorney has something to do with that. What what what, what kind of sets you guys apart? Well,
8: a, a little bit of what I touched on earlier. Uh, we can provide one stop shopping, um, so we can take care a lot of a lot of those legal issues um, that you know precede. Uh, even getting a contract for the sale of a property. So uh, if someone has passed away and, and uh, we're looking to get title into the heirs uh, names, there's a there's a court process that goes along with that um, so I can handle that before there's ever a contract. Um, or I mentioned quiet title actions if someone has bought a property out of a tax sale. So if I'm handling these things, uh, with the court from the get-go, I know ahead of time what the title requirements are going to be, and I can meet those requirements. So we're not having to go back and get orders re-signed and things like that. It just makes the communication easier because it's all in the same place. Uh it makes things more efficient. It makes things more cost-efficient as well.
0: Well, that, that, that's you know, it's so important for folks, especially who are watching this show, to know you know if you're looking to buy a house. There are a lot of different ways to go about it, but you absolutely need someone on your side who can navigate all of the the issues that certainly come along with closing. And closing is, is, is obviously the most difficult part of probably a real estate process, let's be honest, and having a, a an experienced person on your side at the end of the day is is really key.
8: Yes, and it's it's a job I really love. Uh, I'm, I'm passionate about this. I'm enthusiastic about this. We're in growth mode. I'm hiring people who are also passionate and enthusiastic about it. And as much as you know it's fun to work with investors, it's fun to work with realtors. You know, there's a, we did a closing yesterday for a family with a new baby closing on their very first home. There were tears at the end of the closing at the closing table. Uh, It wasn't the biggest deal or the most expensive house, but those are the ones that just, when you lay your head on your pillow at night, it it makes everything worthwhile. So um, I like to think we're pretty well-rounded and can deal with a wide range of of needs and a wide range of clients.
0: Moving into the sports world, you will be at Nissan Stadium. How are you feeling about the
8: Vols this year? Oh, is, is college football coming up? That's what I hear. We've <laughs> yeah, heard rumors. rumors. Has it, we've yes. heard rumors. Uh, you know, it's fun to be a Tennessee fan again. Um, I don't. I don't know what 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 the Vols are going to do this year, but I know that there is hope. Um, I someone, that's not always been the case. That has not been the case for. And you know, I, I'm 45 years old, um, and I never got used to Tennessee not being relevant. Um, mm. And um, there's a whole generation of folks that don't know much different. Um, but I, I like to say Tennessee is Tennessee again. Um, there's not a game. I'm not saying that Tennessee would go undefeated, or I'm pre- predicting Tennessee would go undefeated, but there's not a game I look at on that schedule where I say Tennessee just can't win that game. Uh, and that has rarely, if if at all, been the case in the last 10 to 15 years.
1: And Chris and I, Houston, have talked on and off the air there, there is a generation of fans of college football that have not seen Tennessee be good. And a lot of them feel like the UT fan base is one of the most obnoxious in the game as it is. They're not ready for Tennessee to be
8: good. (laughs) Yeah, I, I think, um, yeah you're probably right. I don't know that they know exactly how obnoxious Tennessee fans can, can be. be. <laughs> uh because and, and and I'll there's only so far you can defend being obnoxious, but I will defend to a point. Tennessee fans have taken a lot um in the last in the last decade or so and a lot of punches to the face and just keep getting up. They may be the most obnoxious, they're also uh, it it would be hard to find a fan base that's more supportive. Um but I am a Tennessee fan first. I am a college football fan uh, second as well. And and I think I'm being objective when I say college football is just better when Tennessee is good, when Tennessee matters. Uh, and, I, and I would say the same thing. When Alabama was down for a long mm-hmm. time, college football is better for having the Alabamas of the world, the Tennessees of the world, the Miamis of the world if they can come back, the Texases of the world if they can come back. It's better. And And, and we saw that last year. With the atmospheres we saw at Neyland Stadium, um, that you know we, we hadn't really seen in in a decade or so, just makes the whole sport better.
1: What I, a, a lot what of people struggle to admit that, but I mean, I, I don't disagree with you, and I think it's pretty well factual. I don't think it's opinion. I mean,
2: just oh, go yeah. look at the
1: go look at the ratings last year when Tennessee
0: was playing those big games, at, at the top yeah. of the charts.
8: Yeah, and and I said I'm a Tennessee fan, but I'll admit when Alabama's down, college football's not as good. It's just there are certain programs and certain traditions that really they need to be uh, up there for the good of the game.
9: And
0: it's not fun to hate Alabama if it's easy to hate Alabama and easy to— punch down at Alabama, it, it's not nearly as fun. Now, they they enjoyed punching down on Tennessee for a while, and, and I don't know how, it, but to me, it was really hard to kind of be an Alabama hater, hater when they weren't very good. It's just like, well, they're just it is what it is, so yeah it's it's a lot more fun for especially in the world of the internet, you know obviously Tennessee's not been very good in the world of the internet, that's why nobody knows how obnoxious we can be, but you know it's right. it's gonna be it's gonna be an interesting year when 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 Tennessee finds its way to that college football playoff and 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 who knows what else and and if Rick Barnes ever gets over the hump and gets to a final four, it'll be. It, it may be the end of the world, Houston.
8: Yeah, yeah. Um, and then you got the <laughs> baseball program doing what it's doing. So, and yeah, and putting back my my just my taking the Tennessee hat off and putting my college football fan hat on. Also, the third Saturday in October being back, I it's, think, is a big deal. Because um, a lot of like you said, with the uh, there's a generation of folks who don't know how special that rivalry is. Uh, whether you're a Tennessee fan or an Alabama fan or just a college football fan. Um, Yeah, and and it's let's be honest, it's Tennessee's fault. Um, It's Tennessee's fault that that rivalry has fallen off, and to bring it back in the way that Tennessee brought it back last year, um, and I was there uh, in my normal season tickets, and I can I've been to some great, great sports environments. Um, Nothing compared to that. That was just an unreal environment.
1: Wow.
0: I'll tell you, I'm looking forward to to this football season as a college football fan. But we have to ask you, because at this point we're asking everyone, the ACC is <laughs> is is showing football games in a, in theaters this year allegedly, and we're curious if. if what would be a sporting event that you would rather watch in a theater than maybe watch at home or at a sports bar? Is there any sporting event that would be a better experience inside of a theater?
8: Better inside a theater than than, than like at, than, than anywhere else,
0: like or yeah. other than being at the other theater. than at the it's stadium. Not no.
8: being at the game. You know that's tough to answer. I I'd give it a try. You know, I'd, I. I'd like to see what it's like to be, to start with. Now, I think the big drawback for me would be at my house, I'm very close to my refrigerator, and I'm very close to food and drink. And it's um, all free. And it's well, all free, it's exactly, much, yeah.
0: Much cheaper at the grocery store than at the, the, theater. the theater. There's no yeah. question. Now, now,
8: your screen's bigger than the theater, but with the technology you've got with TVs now and surround sound and all that, it's the home experience is is certainly a lot better than it used to be. So, um I don't know. I'll say um, probably not, but I'd try it. I would try the theater.
0: Uh, we, we we decided, or I decided in the last segment, that I think NASCAR would be at the top yeah, of my one. list of things that I would watch in a theater rather than home, just because of the, the sound effects and all of the things that go along with it. But if I'm going to watch a football game, I kind of don't want commentators. I would rather just like just to watch. feel like I'm there, right? Yeah. I, I yeah. don't want to hear. I, I don't. I definitely don't want to hear Gary Danielson in surround sound. That is the last <laughs> thing I want to hear. <laughs>
8: um. Yeah. And and I think I think baseball might be at the bottom of the list for a for a theater. Yeah. Um, I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. last is a good one with the with the sound of the engines and everything. Exactly. That's a good call. So. Yeah.
0: Anyway, just thoughts. Uh, <laughs> are you a Braves fan, of Houston? I don't, I don't know I am.
8: Yeah, I uh, actually the the Braves were my first favorite team of any as a little kid cause, because baseball was my first love. Um, so yeah, I I remember you know going to school and looking forward to coming home and seeing if Dale Murphy could hit a home run and they'd lose by you know five runs. But um, <laughs> instead of maybe Bob, maybe Bob Horner would hit one too. So. Oh well. Uh, well now now
1: it's not it's not. Yep, someone's going to hit a home run. It's who's Who? going to hit a home run? <laughs> so yeah. know many? Yeah. It it's gotten a bit better along those lines.
2: Houston yes, Aiken has.
1: of Mockingbird Title and Escrow at MB Title on Twitter. He's at Houston Aiken. If you want to see his thoughts on UT, the Braves, and other stuff, be sure and follow him. And we're looking forward to having you guys on with us. So. We appreciate it.
8: Thanks, guys. I'm looking forward to being on I'm here uh, a few few more times. Absolutely.
0: Well come back and and tell us what Nissan Stadium was like because well we didn't get credentials, so we won't know. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, no, no. Hey, stay hydrated Saturday. Yes. Well dude. Thanks a guys. Oh man. Hey, he's right though. Yeah, college football really is better. and, and when Texas, Alabama, Tennessee, and the thing and, and is, you know, when you say this,
1: Notre Dame. When you say this, you people think you're being a homer or whatever.
2: But yeah, no. but I
1: but I'd say it again. The USC, USC makes college
0: football better.
3: Yeah, yeah.
0: I mean, it just it's Penn State makes college football more exciting because if it's not if it's just Michigan and Ohio State, then bleh. Give yeah. me Penn State in the top ten like they are this year. This is gonna be great. Florida State.
1: I do think Florida State is certainly one that makes college football the allure of it better when they're good and so I'm glad to see them kind of back in the mix, coming back into the mix. So I'm curious
0: Joe Goodman, our friend from down in Birmingham, mm-hmm. has posted a screenshot Of UAB real estate items, consideration of a resolution providing authorization to execute an amendment to the lease agreement with Birmingham Jefferson Civic Center Authority for the use of protective stadium. I want to know what this amendment is. He does, too, and cannot find it. He's been told that it's a, quote, non-story. But if someone tells you it's a non-story, it doesn't tell you what it's it's about. It's a story. It's a story. Uh,
1: Make no mistake.
0: All you had to say was, oh, it's just this. And I can let me say it's like you want to hear a funny story? No, it's just a story. I'll decide. If
2: it's funny. <laughs> How many times have I told you that, Justin?
7: Many, many times.
2: It's just a story
0: until someone else finds. Until somebody else laughs. Exactly. Yeah. So it's, a, it's it's a non-story. <laughs> if I decide it's a non-story, not if you decide it. That's
3: funny. So that, that is funny. <laughs>
0: Anyway. Oh man! Well, let's take a break. We do have the voice of the Trousdale County Yellow Jackets uh, coming your way here in just a moment, and Jerry Richmond will join us
1: ahead of his 500th call. Yeah, we need to not strain his voice too yeah. greatly because he's going to need it Friday night. Yeah,
0: so we don't need we don't need him to talk too often. Don't need him to miss the number five hundred that's right so stick around main street sports today is presented by mid tennessee bone and joint we'll be right back after this mid tennessee bone and joint treats your orthopedic injuries and existing conditions our trained physicians will get you back in the game faster Contact us at 931-381-2663 or www.mtbj.net.
3: You can't see the sights without the sounds. From the crack of the bat to the roar of the crowd and everything in between, discover what Hit City has to offer. Spend your nights cheering on the Nashville Sounds at First Horizon Park with giveaways, fireworks shows, theme weekends, and more. Single game tickets are on sale now. Visit NashvilleSounds.com to claim your seat today.
1: Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint has been the official sports medicine provider for Murray County Schools for more than 40 years. We specialize in orthopedic service, and our ortho-quick walk-in clinic lets you bypass the ER. Visit us online at www.mtb.
0: Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint treats your orthopedic injuries and existing conditions. Our trained physicians will get you back in the game faster. Contact us at 931-381-2663 or www.mtbj.net.
6: Did you know that up to 80% of us will experience back or neck pain during our lifetime? Many of you are offered surgery or addictive pain pills to relieve your chronic pain. At the Dr. Gill Center for Back, Neck, Chronic Pain Relief, we have been leading the way to better health, naturally, and have helped tens of thousands of people right here in Middle Tennessee for the past 30 years.
4: I came to Dr. Gill about 10 years ago after my local doctors recommended surgery. I knew about Dr. Gill and wanted to see if he could help me. Ten years later, I am pain-free, no surgery, and no pain pills.
6: Surgery is scary, and over 40% of all back surgeries fail, creating a cycle of surgery and pills. There is a safer solution to your chronic pain. Make the call to the Dr. Gill Center for Back Neck Chronic Pain Relief today and get your life back. This office visit is normally $299, but call today and receive your initial consultation, report of finding, for just $49. But hurry, this offer won't last long. Call 615-768-8743. That's 615-768-8743.
3: You can't.
0: Folks, welcome back in to Main Street Sports Day presented by Mid Tennessee Bone and Joint. Took a little bit of time to get us where we needed to be, but we are there, and that's what matters. There it is. <laughs> I'm Chris Yao, he's Mo Patton, and we are. Coming to you live from the Lee Company studio, of course, down here. Sometimes the wait is worth it. Sometimes the wait is worth it. It's We're here in Columbia, but we're going to take you guys all the way to Hartsville, Hartsville and Fun Radios <laughs> and Trousdale, the voice of the Trousdale County Yellow Jackets. We have with us Jerry Richmond. Jerry, thanks for joining us.
9: Well, glad to be with you. It's uh, been a while since uh, I've seen my buddy Maurice. Jerry, it's good to see you, man.
1: Um, so I woke up this morning and I had a text from, I won't call him the king of Hartsville, because I always thought that was Clint Satterfield, but um, from Davey Cothran, <laughs> basically letting me know that you would be Mike's side for the 500th time. As the voice of the Yellow Jackets on Friday night, when Gordon'sville comes up on the creek bank, and um, first of all, congratulations.
9: Well, thank you very much. Uh it's uh, I guess it's good to live that long, and it's it's been a fun ride. Charles <laughs> County football's been uh, great to cover.
1: And second, do you remember your first game?
9: Oh, uh, well, actually, I. Don't, and if anybody has a tape of it, I wish they'd throw it away. <laughs> I don't take it would be too good.
1: How how long, Jerry, does, you know, to this point, 499 games cover? When did you start?
9: Back in 1983, and the, the strange part of this story, too, I helped somebody else for like seven years before I started play-by-play. Wow. You got you got to cut your teeth though. You got
0: you got you know.
9: (laughs) Yeah. I I had a strange start. It it wasn't something that I looked for. I'll tell you the story. Uh, Back in the mid seventies, my cousin Tony Majors helped coach the football team. And one summer, he said, uh, "We need somebody to call in the games to the Tennessean after the football games. You know, give them the score and the stats and such and so on. And well, heck, they'll even pay you." So that first game we had a press box that had three booths in it. I went in there and sat beside uh Johnny Hawkins, who was uh gonna do it was a tape delayed broadcast on an old walling sack reel to reel recorder for WJKM. He was in the booth by himself and I started helping him do some spotting, then doing a little talking, and that's how I got my start. Well,
0: the, the, I, I, I don't know. I don't know at what point you started in the season, but the first game from 1983 was a win over Cannon County.
2: In okay. Well, in
1: 1983, a, a lot of folks got wins over Cannon County, by the way. Well, right and on. that was
0: Jim Satterfield's final
1: year as head coach.
0: Okay. Before Clint took over.
9: Yeah, I think in I think in '83, uh, Jimmy Satterfield and Mike Carey were the coaches, then and Clint started his run the next year. How many state championships in that run for you, Cheese? I have done nine broadcasts. We have won eight of them.
1: That's not bad. You 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 must be the good luck charm. Uh, 90,
9: 93, 97, 98, 05, 08, 09, and 13 were state championships.
1: That's a heck of a run. That's <laughs>
9: impressive.
1: That really is. Um, the, the years have been a little lean since then, uh, relatively speaking, I guess, for Charlesdale County.
9: Well, yes, we currently have the longest consecutive playoff run in years that we've been in the playoffs. So that now is like at 35. Yeah, the last losing season, uh, that would have been, what, in 87, part last year.
3: It.
1: So You know, sometimes you, you don't realize it until you hear some of this stuff. I mean, again, Charlesdale County has been one of those
9: Reese, I'm not. I'm not hearing your audio right now.
2: Uh-oh. that ain't good. Yeah, that's probably a bit Okay. So
8: it, it, it's safe to say that
2: he
0: doesn't. Geez, does not plan on being at home on Friday after Thanksgiving very
8: often.
9: No. Um. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I think about it now that uh, about the second Friday in August. Will be our jamboree and then we start playing and we go a while and then once football's over i transition to some basketball wow the football's been a little bit more fun i guess huh it has been and i've always considered myself lucky i met a lot of other broadcasters in the business and over their time they've seen some pretty lousy football and i've had the opportunity to call some pretty good football
1: you guys go into this Gordons matchup on Friday night. One and one, having one up at Livingston um, in week one following at Macon County last week. So this will be the home opener. I guess there's a little little added edge, a little added excitement to this one, both with it being the home opener and the milestone that you'll be reaching. I mean, when you when you got started on this kind of got there, that press box
9: promotion
1: did you feel like you'd be around 40 years
9: later still doing well, geez, this? I never thought about it. Obviously, never thought about it at that time. And in reference to the game this week, uh, Steven Jackson coaches the Goransville Tigers, and he used to coach the Trousdale County Yellow Jackets before he joined Coach Creasy over at uh, Oakland. And uh, gosh, Steven Jackson used to live right behind the the football field. So uh, we'll get had a chance to talk to him today to record an interview. Uh, Gordonville and Charles County over the years have had some battles. Charles uh, County has had uh, the upper hand in most of those did get uh, did lose that game last year. And of course Gordonville has got a uh, good uh, tradition too with some state championships for them. Uh, we have been in the same district or region for several years. that is not the case now. but uh, of course it's only like 30 minutes, 25, 30 minutes from here to Gordonsville so we pretty much play them in every sport.
0: and that you know when you when it kind of is and that's a team that you guys have seen probably every year since you started i can't imagine you guys haven't played gordonsville very often <laughs> if if not at all and so you know it, there's just a little every everything kind of fitting for this moment and i know that if you're anything like mo you know talking about accolades is not and, and things like this one he just thinks that he's just old. (laughs) And, 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 you know, if you stick around long enough, they kind of got to do something for you because you, you won't go away. (laughs) And, and I don't think that's the case here. I do think that it's, it's important to, to notate these kinds of things. So everything feels like it's a home opener. It's a team that you guys play all the time. It's, it's kind of a big deal. And will you, will you feel a little bit, you know, extra, extra, Oops, on Friday night because of that?
9: I don't think so. It's not about me. It's about those young men that wear those purple and gold uniforms and those guys that coach them up and the community that loves them so much. and For those mamas and daddies and grandmamas and granddaddies that would love to be there and they can't be there and I can bring that game uh, into their living room, uh, that's, that's it's not about me. It's about the game and Trails County High School. Well, you've been bringing that game into those
1: living rooms and into those dorm rooms for the kids that take off and go to college afterwards and still want to know what's going on back home and and into the cars for the folks that are heading from point A to point B for a long time and doing a great job of it and I know firsthand how much it means to a lot of those folks, Jerry, and for that reason, um we're glad to be able to get you on for a few minutes and say congratulations and good luck Friday night. And um,
9: we'll be looking forward to 600. <laughs> we will have to work on that, uh, uh, Mo. It's it's amazing how uh, technology has changed. Like I said, when I started doing it, I was helping a guy that was uh, taking the ball game on a real to reel and sack recorder, and then later went to a cassette. It wasn't until '03 that we were able to broadcast games live. Oh, wow. And now at the radio station, which was just an AM station, AM 1090, WJKM, went to WTNK, added a uh, FM signal, and now having two FM signals and also streaming on the Internet. And uh, it's always cool. We had an all-class reunion at the high school back in June, and uh, there was a guy there from Fairbanks, Alaska, that used to be our manager here with the football team back in the late '70s, and uh, he said, "Jerry, I will listen to you about every Friday night. That's pretty cool."
1: <laughs> well, you doesn't get much better than that. It really doesn't.
0: That's right. You can hear him worldwide at FunRadioTN.com, or if you are in the area, 93.5 FM is the home for Trowbridge County Yellow Jacket football, and of course, uh, Jerry and and. and Sideline reporter Chris Gregory, right? Chris, this yes, is your sideline guy, right?
9: Yeah, I've got Cal Welch that sits beside me. He does color and also stats, and he was on the '05 uh, state championship team. And we have Chris Gregory down on the field that uh, used to be the editor of the Byrd here, and uh, I can and now, remember years. Now ago. serves as
0: editor of Main Street Murray, where Maurice Patton and Chris Yao currently write.
9: Yes, and, and <laughs> back, back years ago when I was calling in games to the and several times the guy that would answer the phone down there was Chris Gregory. Chris Gregory. There you go. There That's, you go. It's all full circle. Hey, man,
1: we appreciate you taking some time out of your prep. And, um, again, good luck Friday night. It's great catching up with you.
9: Well, thank you very much. And I was thinking last time I saw you would probably been down at Hawkins Field when uh, Davey Coughlin was having one of those uh, all-star games
1: probably yeah i I hate that he's no longer doing that but yeah that was a lot of fun and um always great to see you and um we'll catch up mo come up see us sometime i need to i need to need to do that Um, good deal yep we'll catch up with you all right thanks chris yes sir a legend of the broadcasting world no question man and you know as you talk to him you you don't know that he realizes it, but I mean, hopefully- there are
0: there are legends in their own mind, and they're just legends. No, he's, one of the he,
1: he's the latter for sure, and I mean, um, the guy telling him that he listens to him every Friday night from Fairbanks, Alaska. I mean that that's pretty cool.
0: That's- Fairbanks, you know, north to Alaska. <laughs> <laughs> Wonder if he you knows Charles Woolley. <laughs> Because everyone in Alaska knows each other, right? There you go. (laughs) They probably do. (laughs) That's that's so crazy about it. Oh, man. Uh, Before we get too wild and wacky, just scrolling through Twitter as As we want want to to do. do. Mm -hmm. Stetson Bennett was the lowest-graded rookie quarterback in the NFL preseason. (laughs) An overall mark of 29.5 by PFF. Who had at least 19 dropbacks. The next was PJ Walker of a, a grade of 41.2 and was cut by the Bears. This this really feels like a we need to make this
1: work situation. But <laughs> well may maybe maybe Stetson Bennett is the one person in the locker room that um that Matt Stafford can relate to. Well, yeah, I I mean, (laughs) maybe he's, he's, um, you know, anger translator for Matthew Stafford.
0: Well, you know how they have, uh, how you have, you have leaders who in in the clubhouse or whatever, maybe, maybe he's the translator. Hmm? I like that. Hmm? He's the translator to the
1: young folks. What he meant to say was,
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah, Yeah, I, I don't know. I, that's interesting. Um, man, I just I, – I didn't think that Stetson Bennett would be a good professional quarterback.
1: I didn't think he would be a professional quarterback, good or otherwise. And, and well, I, I don't know how much I, it has to do with his talent or lack of. I just – I just thought his measurables he's, I really thought his measurables would keep him from having an opportunity. He's just too small.
0: And but but the Rams drafted him and drafted him. As you know. Not not signed him as a UDFA. Right. And I think that makes a difference in this situation. I mean the Patriots don't have a quarterback on their
1: roster outside of Matt Jones. <laughs> So, what's crazier, not having a quarterback on your roster besides your starter or not having a kicker on your roster at all? Well, at least we got a kicker and a backup. Cade York
0: decided to sign with the Titans' is he on the practice, practice squad? squad over returning to Cleveland after they traded for a it is Cleveland. kicker. Well, yeah. I mean, if you're going to be on a practice squad somewhere,
1: Nashville, Cleveland. Well, and if you're going to be on a practice squad as a kicker, yeah. There's no question where I want to be because if you're on the Titans practice squad as a kicker, at some point you're going to be on the ex-
3: active true as a kicker.
1: Yeah, I mean, Nick.
2: If Nick you, Folk.
1: If, if you can just be patient, just hang in there.
0: Now your here, time is coming. But here's the thing, Nick Folk was very good. The only reason Nick Folk is not Still in New England. Is it's six. because they drafted a kid. Uh, well, the only reason they drafted it is because he doesn't kick the ball into the end zone on kickoffs. Yeah, but, but do you know what? But New once England's, they
1: drafted a kid, though, you know.
0: Yeah, I, I, but, I, but but that's why they. But that's why they drafted someone because they. they girl, he, it's not like Nick Folk wasn't making kicks. Mm-hmm. Dude was 32 of 37 on field goals last year, including four of five from 50 plus. He was 89.3% with a long of 54 uh, since 2019. He's 12 of 17 from 50 plus, 36 of 44 from 40 plus, and 58 of 58 under 40, 91.3% on extra points. But his touchback rate is only 12.2%. Now, Here's the thing. He doesn't kick it into the end zone, but, and, and, and this, is part of the, this, is, this is where the Titans have to be really good, but the average starting position for Patriots opponents was the 28-yard line. I will 100% give up three yards on kickoffs
1: <laughs> for, for an
0: automatic three points when I need to go get them.
1: That, if you're the Patriots, sounds like, you know, stepping over quarters and picking up dimes. I mean, and I guess it's just what do you value? Maybe you felt like that extra three yards was costing you more than the guaranteed three points. Well, Uh, and I mean, it's the Patriots. I mean, I'm, I'm. whether you want to admit it or not, you you know that Bill Belichick had some sort of rationale in mind when they make that decision. But
4: Do you your think but your safety?
1: point is your point is terribly valid. Sounds like I mean safety.
0: Perhaps he doesn't feel confident in his special teams cup coordinator <laughs> to, to to put the coverage together this year. I, I don't know, but the Titans have got to be good. The Titans have to be good on kick coverage. Yeah, you got to cover.
1: You've got to cover because he's not going to bail you out by kicking it into the end zone. Exactly. So you now
0: have to make sure that you spend time practicing this. You've got to make sure that guys understand their roles. And I think – And guys have to be disciplined. Guys have to be disciplined. Stay in your lane. Make sure not to to over-pursue. Mm-hmm. It, it it's going to take a lot, but if you can do that, it's going to pay off. The, the field goal will pay off. The field goals will pay off. And I think that's important. Yep. So. Yeah. Yo, it's Wednesday. It is Wednesday. So let's give you the, Where? where, where there we go again. The weirdest okay. and wildest news from across the world after we take a quick break here. Main Street Sports Today, is presented by Mid Tennessee Bone and Joint. We'll come back to the Lee Company studio with the weirdest and wildest news from across the world right after this. This is Chris Yao with Main Street Sports Today. Every show, Mo Patton and I welcome friends from all across the sports landscape, from high school coaches and reporters to national college and pro sports personalities. You never know who might stop by for a chat. She's on Thinking Out Loud, presented by Regions and Out of Pocket with Alyssa Lang. It is, in fact, mm-hmm. Alyssa Lang. I'm a little
5: nervous. I'm going to lower the bar for guests now. I'm like, apologies in advance. Mm-hmm. It sounds like.
0: SEC Commissioner Greg Sankey. You got that
1: radio voice.
0: I do. It's a good sound. I think I think for- radio,
2: too. I <laughs> As do
1: we. <laughs> and then here's the other thing you guys, you're spot on with the name. Everybody wants to be on Main Street. Everybody wants to be on Main Street. So
0: and we reach every Main Street in Middle Tennessee. Yeah,
1: that's it. So Perfect. when you're on Main Street and you are moving, you got to love it. Like you're moving. I was impressed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad oh. someone
0: Hey, welcome back in Main Street Sports today. Before we get into wild and wacky mo, couple of things. Number one, you just saw Alyssa Lang. She's got a new co-host on Out of Pocket. Oh, Takiya yeah. Spikes will join Alyssa Lang on Out of Pocket with Alyssa Lang.
2: <laughs> and
0: Nick, uh, I'm sorry, Roman Harper. Roman Harper a... and Cole Kublik will have a show together, which will be very fun. You're talking about an Auburn offensive lineman, an Alabama defensive back. That's going to be fun. That's going to be must-see television on SEC Network. So make sure that you are looking for that. It's good. Great programming there. Well done by SEC Network. Yeah, they do a good job. And so uh, also tonight's Nashville sounds Durham Bulls game has been postponed due to inclement weather. Mm. It will be a twin bill tomorrow with game one at 530. Game two will follow 30 minutes after game and one,
1: those will both be seven. Both innings, of those
0: speaking. games will be seven innings. Okay. I just wanted to get speaking that. Speaking of
1: minor league baseball, just a second, we mentioned Kyle Wright will be making the start for the Sharpers one P over at Memphis tonight. Sounds like Vaughn Grissom had a monster game.
0: Three run homer last night. I don't know if I don't know what else. I don't else.
1: think that's all he did. But, but I saw the
0: three run homer because and someone and said it was a bomb. Yeah, someone said that, you know, he forever kills AAA and, and hopefully he's able to equate that into major league success like he did in Boston last year in his in his debut. And if he can, you know, if he can get that to translate long term for You've got to find a spot for him. You're going to have to. Well, I mean, the good thing is left field should be open soon. I can't imagine that Kevin Pillar, Eddie Rosario, et cetera, et cetera, and the list goes on, is going to be what you want to see every day for the Braves over the next couple of years, especially if you've got Vaughn hitting bombs in you know, in the lineup.
1: Mm-hmm. He had five RBIs last night. i will take that. Yeah, I'm trying to pull up a box real quick. I know we're waiting on or we're getting ready for the weirdest, wildest, Five RBIs is a good day. I'll two for that. three, with um, pair of runs, five ribs. Again, the the three run homer that you mentioned. So, yeah, not a bad day at the office. All, all with two outs, by the way. All five of those ribs. You'll take it. Absolutely.
0: Okay. So, right. it's now time for the weirdest and wildest news from across the world. We go to Yazoo City, Mississippi, which is one oh. of my favorite. <laughs> Yazoo City is like 1A and 1B with Cassiusco. on favorite cities in Mississippi. <laughs> uh, Jerry, Jerry
9: Powers
2: on
9: Yes.
0: Okay. Home, home of the, the Lead With no R, just Lead First college football game i ever seen. I played in it. <laughs> Never, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Yazoo City, Mississippi. A group of hunters have captured the longest alligator ever to be recorded in the state. According to the Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks, Donald Woods, Will Thomas, Joey Clark, and Tanner White harvested 14 feet 3 inches long. 802 pounds. At this point, the 0.5 matters. After 802, the 0.5 matters. I think it either does matter or it absolutely does not. I I mean, I I think it it absolutely absolutely does not. not. Well, I I mean, depending on what's the record, the 0.5 might matter. I don't know, but it's the longest one.
1: (laughs) They (laughs) came 14 feet 3 inches. 14 feet 3 inches long. I'm not sure what 3 inches matters. I said, yeah, it depends on the record. Do we know what the record is? I, I do not know what the record is. That's but unfortunate.
0: Alligator hunting opened. That's a lot of uh, gator. Uh, opens. By the way. Open last week. So alligator hunting opened last Friday. Opens on the last Friday of August every year, and ends on September 4th. Here's the thing. Alligator hunting is already something I'm never going to do. You will not (laughs) catch me hunting no alligators. Two, if I run up on one that's 14 feet long and 800 pounds, I I don't even, it could swallow you whole.
3: What do you want
0: to do with a fourteen
3: foot long alligator? I
2: mean, what?
0: What do you do? What you take it, you take it to Red Antler Processing in the in, in, in Yazoo City, and what do they do with
1: it? Is my question. Well, I mean, I guess I assume that by the time you take it to Red Antler Processing, it's dead, so they don't have problems with it. No, blood yeah, blood but what? Do, how do you get
0: it? there? I guess I, I mean, do you? Is that? One of the things that you put on a flat. Yeah, I guess. They used a forklift to lift it to take the picture. Goodness, a forklift, because that's the only way you can get how 800 did, pounds up. What did, you, did you have to shoot it initially? I, I, would, I would guess. But how many times? I mean, think about how thick that skin's got to be. Think about how
2: thick it's
0: going to be. After the first one? Yeah. 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 I, no, thank you. Oh, Hey, let's go over to Spain. No alligators. Bunol, Spain, where some 15,000 people, including tourists, today. This is what they did today. They celebrated the annual Tomatina, the Tomatina street battle, where no bullets were fired. No, no, mo. They were not firing bullets. They were not rapping. Oh, no no, rap battles. No, no. They were hurling... Tomatino. Tomatoes. Tomatoes. That's correct. Workers on trucks tipped 120 tons of overripe tomatoes onto the main street of the town for participants to throw at, street each at each other. That's right. The street fight leaves both the street, its houses, and participants drenched in red pulp. And oh, by the way, you got to pay $13 to be involved.
1: I got to pay $13 to have tomatoes thrown at me? But you get to throw tomatoes
0: at other people too. But I got to get them thrown at me. Well, you you, can dodge a wrench. You can dodge a tomato. That's all I got. (laughs) The town hoses down the area and revelers shower off within minutes of the hour-long noon battle finishing. So, you know, you got to do it for an hour, but then you get a shower. Tomato battle, battle for an hour, then I get a shower. That's how it works. So. Is that
1: something you'd want to do? Nope, I'm not. I, I, I don't, I've never been into, you know, food fights and that kind of thing. Now, I, I mean, depending on who else is
0: involved, I might. Two things. Out. I already need Tommy John surgery, so, like, throwing tomatoes for an hour, I, I can't even bowl three frames. I'm done. So I, I don't want to be involved anyway because I'm just going to get hit. I'm not going to get to hit anyone else. Right.
1: Yeah, I'm agreed.
0: There you go. The weirdest and wildest news from across the world. We've got a couple minutes left here. I want to tell you that tomorrow we will have Coach's Corner. We'll also pick the Main Street Preps 10 uh, biggest games from across the Main Street Preps footprint. We will also have McCauley. We will visit Grant with McCauley.
1: McCauley of 92.9 the game out of Atlanta as the Braves head into a pivotal Four no, game no. series against the host Dodgers. I hope it's not pivotal because <laughs> we don't need the Braves to pivot. It, it might be more pivotal after than
0: yeah, we, maybe we it'll don't be want, pivotal for the Dodgers. We don't want the Braves to pivot. We want them to continue on the direction they are going. No yeah. pivoting involved. No Ross. We don't need Ross. We don't need Rachel. We don't need Joey Chandler. None of them. No pivots. No nothing. Let's just go uh it should be a good one though it should be a lot of fun we don't want them doing a a 360 no 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 jason kid turn this team we're going to turn this team around 360 degrees okay coach kid you do it buddy (laughs) so it it is going to be a fun show and and we'll also friday uh will be very interesting because we get to Pick college football. Oh so goodness gracious! Be yeah. on the lookout. We may start an ESPN group. We may not. Who knows? But uh, well, we're picking
1: college football. We'll have Jeff Him. We'll have Jeff Him. catching up with the Sounds after their doubleheader tomorrow. What else tomorrow? Uh, what else is Friday?
0: Uh,
1: we're uh, right now. Who knows? Uh, who knows? I mean, you've check back on
0: Friday. <laughs> <laughs> check back tomorrow at least. Uh, we, we do have another. I thought you had someone for Friday, but maybe you don't. I don't know. Look forward to it. We'll see you guys then. No.